Big Red. Dilsey. All, all hands on deck today. Back in the studio. Good to be back, boys. Yeah, good back from you. China. Yeah, back from China. Got back into the country, all right? Yeah, they let me back, yeah. I can tell you it's been you flat since you were gone. I've worked out I don't really like spending time with Dylan when you're not here, so. Yeah, I'm so like that glue. Have you back, yeah. It's like an awkward <laughs> conversation between two guys without the sort of medium there. You having a beer? Still in the waters, mate. I've got uh, about a week to go. Righto. But you have one for me. How was the weekend? Good, mate. Bit of uh, family time up the Sunshine Coast, um, up at Twin Waters. Went to Noosa a bit. And food and Wine Festival? Yeah, found out the Food and Wine Festival was on. That looked pretty good up there in Noosa, so it was a good weekend. What about you? Did you go to that restaurant I, I tipped you on or what? No, I didn't get there. Was that McDonald's? No, it? I don't eat McDonald's, mate. No, you're an athlete. Clearly. Yeah, no, it was good. What did you get up to? Uh, we'll get into the foot. I went to the footy on Saturday. We'll get into that a little bit. But my favourite, my favourite time of the year, election time. Now I, I know you guys because the sausages. I didn't get one. Didn't you? Where was that? That was a stitch up. All the schools have the sausage sizzle going. Yeah. No it's like Bunnings. Well, well, our school hall's under redevelopment, so uh, it was down the road at the uh, public hall, and no sausage. Didn't see one. Wanted to stop and have a chat to a candidate. Couldn't find one. Um, what well, was a fairly big. In- Battle over the weekend, though. Maybe we won't go too political in one side or the other, but um, maybe not the result that everyone wanted, but probably the the one that Australia needed right now. Uh, positives for the left, or well, scratch that. Positives for the middle of Australia. No more Tony Abbott, even though he got a hundred thousand dollar pay rise today. Uh, no more Fraser Anning. He's gone, and a new Labor leader. To follow, I, I don't think the country was ever getting behind Bill Shorten. I don't think that was going to happen. So, I think that's good good for Australian politics. I think we need to be thankful that we uh, we live in the best country in the world. We do. It, it is a democracy. Um, let's not be bitter. I think people need to find common ground in uh, in in Australia. We are we do live in a good country. Uh, instead of I, I, I hate this continual divide. So. The, pol- the politicians want to divide us, but I would say there's a whole lot more people that just r- sit there right in the middle, but I get forced to the edges on a regular basis. So if you didn't get the result you wanted over the weekend, uh, I would say if you're passionate about the environment or, or other changes that you want to see made, be that change. Go and buy a Tesla, pick up some rubbish, install some solar panels and uh, start talking to your local member now. Deep, Red. You like that? Mm, you look a bit like K. Rudd. One day, uh, but Same my, hair colour. My whole childhood, I thought I was going to be a politician. That Still was my lifelong be. dream. But as I grew up, I realised Be the change you want to be. No matter what happens, 50% of the country hates you by default, which is what I hate about politics. But uh, that'll probably, it probably covers the politics over the weekend. That'll do. Let's move into some sport. Righto. NRL? What do we got? Well... Broncos had a win. Broncos are... Uh, They've strung a couple of, couple in a row now. Um, got the Warriors this week, so that'll be interesting. Nick Arima against his old team over there in New Zealand. Oh, be yeah. a bit of feeling in that game. Um, I think when they beat Manly, they said, "Oh yeah, good one," but you've only beat Manly. But now they've they've followed that up with a with a defeat over the Roosters, probably a bit more strong. Yeah, that was a good win over the Roosters. Um, yeah, I mean, that, look, everyone at the start of the year had them as one of the teams to beat. Um, whether the new coach has taken a while to, or the game plan to gel, maybe. But yep. I think the last couple of weeks they've probably shown that they'll be thereabouts at the point end of the year. Um, they probably got roosters at the right time. Roosters were probably due to have an off week. Can't win every week. Can't win every week. So um, yeah, look, they're they're moving in the right direction. Um, Rabbitohs obviously had another win, so they keep chugging along. So that was half of the Jaffa on the weekend? It was, yeah. Very, very close, but we'll... We'll cover that at the end. Cover that with Junior later on. But, um, yeah, Penrith obviously still... they just where to for them. I mean, they... From all reports, there's some big rifts and divide going through that team. 
It's a bit of mud getting thrown at Cameron Seraldo online. Yeah. That he was the one that uh, basically undermined Griffin when he was there and plenty of the players and basically still not happy that they never wanted to see the changes that have been made. To yeah, and I mean, there's people coming out saying that, um, you know, Cleary should never have been signed to go and well, the two Cleary should never have been in the same side. Um, yeah, I mean, they've obviously got issues there, whether the fallout from Gus leaving and everything else in the off-season with the, the videos, etc. whether that's caught up with them, I don't know, but they just look like they've got no confidence and just no no structure, no game plan. Don't want to be there. Don't want to be there. What about our guys, the Titans? That was tough. I was there It on the was, weekend. 16 zip up and never put another point on the board. They looked good early. I thought, good, good. We're going to put a cricket score on the Bulldogs here. You know, going to be good for our for and against and we'll uh, move our way, you know, slowly away from the bottom of the ladder. Wasn't to be. That was uh, was horrendous. Well, the, the concern for me is that they've done that Thanks, a few Tim, times sorry. this year. Um, there's been a few games where they've played good for a half or, you know, three quarters of the game and then they just go missing. Um, I don't know what the what the answer is to that, but do we need to start the pod again? That was that that was really noisy. I didn't realise. No, I think it's fine. You're good. Sorry, listeners. Some technical. Yeah, no, it was, it was in. It's distant in the background. Sweaty it's box fine, living, yeah. <laughs> living up left, to its name again fan. this week. <laughs> we <laughs> left the fan on. Left the fan on. I could hear it in the background. It's well, fine. Start again. No, we'll be right. Pull the mic in. We're going. It's all good. We're gonna keep going. Yeah, people. It's raw. It's live. Just <laughs> no editing. <laughs> no, no editing. I'm going to have a bit of a rant. I I, uh, I was pretty pissed off at the footy on the weekend. It was my first game that I'd gone to for the year. Um, I'm a long-time member. I bought a general admission ticket because I knew there wouldn't be many many in the crowd on the weekend. Uh, we went and sat. We were going to sit in the members' bar. So uh, went and met up with a couple of mates there at the members' bar before the game. There's a couple of seats in front of the members' bar. So we sit down. There's 20,000 seats in the stadium that are spare. And uh, probably, you know, another 20 just in our general vicinity that are spare. Next minute, stadium staff walks up to me and says, hey, mate, uh, are you seated in the right spot? And it's like, well, we're just we're having a beer here at the members bar. And he goes, oh, look, I'm going to have to check on that. Comes back five minutes later and tells us we've got to leave. So I did blow a bit of a gasket. I think when you're, uh, when, when you're trying to get people to belong to a football game, and there's 20,000 spare seats in the stadium. Does it really matter where people are sitting? No, probably not. But the poor guy's just trying to do his job, isn't he? I was sitting in the members section. I was in the members bar. Did you have a seat number on your ticket? No, I was in a general admission ticket. No reserved seating. Oh, some down near the Bulldogs fans at the other end of the stadium. It's all right. Get down there and stir them up. No, I was not happy. Not to mention that I blew through my 120 bucks that I took, took out to go to the footy in, in no time. And they wonder why there's no one going to the games. It's exorbitantly expensive. Just to top it off. Ridiculously expensive. Stadium staff treating you like a criminal because you're trying to have a beer at the footy. And, uh, yeah, the team lost. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for the, for the live games now. I mean, you can sit on your couch and watch eight live games a weekend in the comfort of your own home, on the couch with a cold beer in a fridge. I got, a, I got a text from a mate on the weekend. He said if the Titans lose tonight, he, he, he knew a fair few long-time members that were just that had enough of their, their membership. They weren't, they weren't well, renewing. Well, I mean, we've touched on it before, but without the t- when the Titans are winning, it's probably not just the Titans, it's everywhere, but it's probably more so on the Gold Coast. It's, they need the teams winning for guys to go along. It's a very fickle crowd, both the Suns and the Titans. If they're not winning games, people don't go along and watch them. That's right. And And – We've said it before, but it's completely different in Adelaide and Melbourne, in particular in the AFL. Well, what else do you do? Carlton will still get 40,000, 60,000 to a game and, you know, they've won three games in two years, so. Crazy. Yeah, it's definitely an issue. I mean, I don't, I don't, know, how they, I don't know how they drag people along to the game, but you're right. If you, if you take your kids along to watch a footy, you, know, you, you and your wife and two kids, it's, you're that, up for 150 bucks. That was 120 bucks. I didn't have the kids with me and I didn't eat. Hmm. If you believe that, that was forty bucks for a general admission ticket, and a couple of beers, gone, and a couple of doubles on the way in the door. I, I can't resist. Got, <laughs> I got a few doubles tickets. 
And a sneaky 50 at the tab. No, no, no money at the tab. But yeah, disappointing as as a I don't know. I've been a, I've been a Titans not a ticketed member, but a Titans social member since since day dot. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the biggest glaring point for me is Ash Taylor. He just, I mean, we've waited three years probably now for him to really. Every man and his dog on on the uh, all the bobbleheads on TV are all, all basically saying he's overpaid, under underperforming, and. Uh, he may he may not reach those heights that they thought he was going to reach. Well, he's nearly the highest paid in the game and he's far from the best player in the game. So put those two together, it doesn't add up. I mean, he's just – from where he was at three years ago, um, you know, he was on state of origin, on the fringe of state of origin as a young kid. And now there's um, – I don't know whether it's true or not, but there's reports that he might not even play first grade in the coming weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, man, if they sit him down. Mm. Couple, a couple of, I think yeah, Ford pack pretty played pretty well. They roll up the, um, they rolled up the field pretty quick. But uh, you know, halves into the into the centres was average. I think Brian Kelly's been pretty quiet since he came to the club. Uh, Shannon Boyd, as far as Ford's goes, pretty quiet since he came to the club. I think Peachy, Peachy started off the bench on the weekend. Our best fifteen minutes were when mm. at the start of the game. I'm not sure he's he's delivering what 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 no, we thought. He hasn't been a great buy yet, has he? We're going to go into Mal's um, Mal's buddy Origin teams, and he, he's put him on the Blues team. But I don't know. I'm I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Well, the only the only hope he's got is Fittler's big on incumbent pick and stick type theory. So he may get in on on last year, but you got a big fella like Mo. I don't know how to say his name. Mo Fatuoake. It's a big, I don't know, I was calling Big Mo, big fella for the Titans. Yeah. He's been playing with a broken arm, yeah. broken wrist. Young guy. Yeah. He, 19, he goes 20 good. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, he's got a big future. you got guys in the team like that. you got Joy Arrow just absolutely busting. Uh, uh, Kevin Proctor played full full game again, I think, on the weekend. Wallace played his best game for Wallace played quite a few right. weeks. Yeah. But I just don't know. And then... I, I did I did a live video from the game. I thought uh, we got two dud decisions, but when I got home, everyone told me, no, 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 clear. Uh, you say that every week, though. Yeah, I do. Blew a massive lead. Yeah, so why don't we get Mao's team up? Um, so obviously Mao released today his Queensland and New South Wales side, so I think we're only a week or so away from the two coaches picking their teams. So <clears throat> we'll go to the Blues. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Blues first. So Mal's got Tedesco, Ferguson, Mitchell, Roberts, Adokar, Keary, Cleary, Clemmer, Cook, Vaughan, Cordner, Frizzell, Travojevic, uh, Radley, Pryor, Crichton, Pangoi, Peachy, Murray on the bench. I'm, I'm very surprised Peachy's in that team. Well, the one that stands out for me straight away is James Roberts. Yeah, not, even playing, not even playing first grade at the moment. Um, again, like I just said, I know um, Fitler's big into pick and stick and Roberts did the job last year. It's Mal taking the piss or what? I think, I think as a Queenslander, I'd rather not have Roberts there, to be fair. I think he's one of those players that could just turn up and... Yeah, he was quite last... I don't think he really did does he really want to? Does he really want to be at the Broncos at the moment? Does he really want to play? I mean... You get, you get him on the state of origin scene when he wants to be there and he's he's pumped up for it. Nathan Cleary. So stick and pick. They've picked Cleary. Well, that, well it's Mal, I guess, that's doing this. But um, I don't know why Mal would put Cleary in the side and then not uh, James Maloney. <coughs> well, the only, the only thing I can see there is Cleary is obviously the future of that side. Maloney's probably only got a couple of years left. Yeah. Um, I mean, those halves, Cleary and Keary could be the future of that side for... Does uh, Blake Ferguson meet the no-wankers policy? that I thought they brought in some sort of policy that uh, he had... Hasn't he? He's had a go and... Definitely doesn't meet that policy. <laughs> well, he's, he's from south of the Tweed, so that immediately rules him out. But, you know, Matt Pryor is... Um, I think that's, that, that's a pretty good selection. Crichton looks like he's getting back to some form. And obviously, Pangai, if, if Pangai comes off the bench, the big bopper he is, he there's could... A, um, there's a few blokes with uh, you know, injury clouds. Is Cordner injured at the moment? Mitchell? 
Yeah, I don't know. Be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty good side. There's plenty of speed there. What about this side? Matt Gillette, captain. Yeah, so... Queensland. So this is Meninga's, obviously, his take. Now, he, he's obviously released his teams, but he's also come out and said that in no way, being the Australian coach, does he influence either coach with who they pick. It's entirely up to them. There's no Matt Scott in that side. No, and, and there is whispers around that they may call him in. No Cohen Hess. No Cohen Hess. So no. obviously you've got, you know, looking at Moses Embi as a utility, which don't know whether I agree with that or not. I guess he can play a few different positions, but Yeah, that'll be interesting. You've got Hunted Hunted Hooker. Um obviously Munster and Cherry Evans in the halves and then Michael Morgan goes to three. Morgan so. in the centres. I'd I'd have Morgan in the fourteen, and I'd put uh, I'd actually have um, Munster in the centres, bring in another half. Yeah, well, Milford. I mean, Milford's got to be unlucky. Um, his form the last couple of weeks since the Broncos have started going well has been very good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Cherry Evans has been injured, but he reckons he'll be he'll be right to go. Jared Wallace, nineteenth man. So yeah, he's, I think he's Wallace slipped. will miss out. How do they not have Joy Arrow in the starting side? Are they kidding themselves? Yeah, he'll come off the bench and yeah. offer him Gowie. That's a surprise. Yeah, I so know Gillette's good, but he, he didn't even play last year and he's the captain. Well, I think... I think um, Surely Munster or Cherry would be the captain of that side. Yeah, I mean, obviously they both... Um, well, Cherry Evans captains his side. Um but I think Gillette is, is as much a spiritual leader for the team, having been around for quite a while. Yep. Um, obviously, uh, been in that side for, for a few years now. So, be exciting to see Ponga at fullback, see how he goes with that extra year under his belt from last year. Yeah, he surprised me last year. I thought he was brilliant in that third game. Yeah, he was very good. And, yeah, com- and coming into form at the moment, too, which is good. So I've got to say, on paper, I we look a little bit. Uh, I reckon we've got him. Well, looking at that, we're good to go. Well, I'd, I think we look a bit underdone. I, I, they definitely look better on paper, but I think that's how we like it, isn't it, Queenslanders? Kevy was on the telly last night and basically won't carry any injuries past the weekend. So if you're not fit, mm. uh, no no dice. So it must be next week it's selected. Getting next close. Next week he'll pick his team. So yep. We'll touch on that once the teams have been released or picked. Yeah, we'll go deeper on that. Uh, what else have we got? You got, um, I, I must admit, I didn't see a whole lot of AFL on the weekend. Timmy Timmy was there on, on the ground reporter on Saturday. Wasn't impressed with the Crows. Thought thought the scoreline flattered them. Yeah, look, I mean, it, they definitely were behind, the, you know, the whole the whole game. Yeah. Really, but it, they did come home strong. And, you know, I think Dylan was mentioning before, had they had another five minutes, could have been a different result. I was obviously cheering for the Crows, Considering the the uh, the, the bit, Jaffa, the, the Jaffa, Jaffa. We, yeah, the yeah. Look, on, they. I mean, as you said, they gave away a big start. Um, Brisbane jumped out to twenty or twenty five point lead there at one point. Adelaide reeled them in, and it looked like they were going to run over top of them. But the siren got the better of them, and Brisbane snuck home by a point. So that multi quickly got the multi ticket quickly got torn up. Bugger. But yeah, other AFL, I mean, uh, Geelong continue continue along with Mary Dance on top of the ladder. Um, the one for me that popped its head up again in the AFL is two weeks in a row now is, is umpire or derogatory comments towards umpires. Um, Dane Rampy the week before where he called, uh, called the umpire or set, told the umpire that he talks like a little girl because he couldn't hear him properly. Uh, and then Daisy Thomas, Dale Thomas has come out this week and and called the umpire a cheat. So uh, for me, like a fine just doesn't cop it. These guys make big money, and and a fine doesn't deter this sort of stuff. Does the AFL need to look at a so, so sin what, bin or a send off policy? Sticks and stones will break my bones, but. Names will never hurt me. Yeah, but is, the one, is the issue that we can hear that now because there's a microphone? Well, we can't hear it. It was reported by the umpire. It, was, it wasn't 
heard through the commentary. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. They're high paid. They're also highly juiced, you know, yeah, athletes that are just yeah, running on white, adrenaline. White line fever and everything else. Yeah. But, you know, you're always you, – as a young kid playing footy or playing sport, you're told you always respect the umpire. You go by the umpires. You listen for the whistle, play for the whistle. And now two weeks in a row the AFL's had an incident where they've had to come out and and basically address what these guys are saying to the umpires. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't – I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I just don't think fines. Um, Gordon Taylor's called Bill Harrigan a cheat. That's why he got sent off in that Torridon game. Well, this is the point I'm making. Does the AFL need to adopt the – They've got no the send-off, sin, do no they? No send-off. No sin bin, no send-off. It's just a fine or a suspension. It's a weird sport all around, to be honest. I think you should get into it more. Yeah. Hey, I forgot to mention NRL uh, – is it Poppenhausen? For the storm? Did you see that young fella? No, I didn't see it. I call him Little Poppy <laughs> instead of Big Poppy. Big Papa. I don't know. Watch that space. It was unwanted at the Tigers and he carved them up on the weekend playing for the storm. Ryan Poppenhausen. All right. I'll look that one up. Yeah, he was pretty good. Uh, Jared Hayne was, yeah, let's avoid that. Cooper Cronk retired yesterday. I don't like it's so weird. It's May and he's announcing his retirement. Sometimes you wonder whether the club has something to do what with that. What does that matter? Well, just guys like that where it's out there now knowing that it's their final year. We really need to read more notes too before we start the show because I've got all this gold that we've just skipped over. Let's we'll still on. address it. We should. What do you got there? Uh what about uh no, we covered Dylan Walker last week. Jack DeBellin got overruled. It did. So the NRL was upheld there. I think that's a good thing. I think they're entitled to protect their brand. Um, what, what else have we got? Well, we spoke earlier about that, you know, the DeBellin similarity to Falau case. Yeah. You oh, know, it, oh, obviously oh. The, the, the ARU and the NRL and all these in the AFL, they all have – they all have the right to protect their brand, protect what they're about. What about this one while we're on what, AFL? NRL dominating Foxtel ratings this footy season. 17 of the top 20 rating football matches this year are NRL fixtures, including the top two. Only AFL matches in the top three in the top. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, we're dominating. NRL just – so that's the clear difference between the games. One's really good to watch live. And one's really good to watch on TV, which always brings me back to my point. Exit out of these big stadiums, take it to the park. NRL looks really good when the stadium's full. Take it to Leichhardt, take it to Manly. You know, Titans, if it was full, would be nice. This new stadium in Panorama would be good. But ANZ looks horrible. So the revenue's clearly not coming from the gate. So avoid the big stadiums. But they're dominating where the big cash is, and that's television. Mm. Sorry, just, I'm, good, just, I'm just good, scaring my notes here, mate. Sorry, gold, bud. red. You like that? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, we'll talk about that in the golf. The golf? No, we're not there yet. We're not at golf yet. Any, any more AFL? No. Nah. No, you got nothing. <laughs> nothing else in the AFL. <laughs> That's my fault. I'm sorry. I've never got any banter for you because I, 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 I try. I flick it over. And then I fall asleep and then I've got to wake up, change channels back to, to something that's worth watching. A-League, the world yeah, game, had grand, their final on the weekend. Grand final on Sunday night. Good to see even they have controversy. Uh, VAR decision, Sydney scored in about 15 minutes in. Player was called offside, clearly wasn't offside, uh, but their bunker couldn't work it out. So good news. Rugby league fans are not of their own. All sports. Can't work out technology. Yeah, so Sydney FC got up there in uh, penalty shootout over in Perth. And from all reports, um, it was the biggest crowd they've had at that new stadium, including all the AFL games this year. Really? So Yeah, righto. The A-League still, still as big, big as ever. Palm Beach Hunter 6 had another win there on fire this year. Did they? Yeah, shout out to the boys. Undefeated. 
I don't know about undefeated, but they're going strong. Hmm. Uh, what else we got? NBA. Yeah, so the Warriors wrapped up their series this morning or this to, afternoon. To be honest, if if I'm looking through the through the channels and I've got AFL or NBA, NBA wins every time. That's exciting. Yeah, the NBA playoffs is good. I mean, it's um, the Warriors team again going to the championships for I think the fifth year in a row. I can't see so. The Raptors fought back uh, yesterday to go double overtime and get the win against the Bucks, but I can't see either of those teams troubling the Warriors. The no. Warriors have now got a break while these two teams slug it out for another, well, at least another two games, probably two or three more games, and then and then meet the Warriors in the final. Yeah, I mean, for me, for me, this Warriors team now is the best NBA team we've seen since the Jordan days at Chicago. It is stacked. I mean, and they're dominating still, even without Kevin Durant, who'd be in the top top he's, handful of players in the in the NBA. And he's going to the Knicks next year. Is that right, or is that did, that didn't come through? Mm, I don't know about that. I need to get your mate on here. He's an absolute guru. I didn't say that, but you know, my point is that they're they're a phenomenal side with an absolute superstar still sitting on the sideline. Yeah. So did he play yet today? No, didn't play. So, yeah, I can't see whoever wins that other series out of Milwaukee and Toronto. I can't see them um, getting close to the Warriors, which is good for Bogut. He's just going to front up mid-season and collect another ring. Has he been playing a lot of minutes? I haven't seen much yeah, of him. Yeah, he played a bit today and, you know, he's he's doing really well. I mean, they, they're absolutely raving about him over there. They, they absolutely love the fact that they got him on board. So yeah. it's been a big success. The weekend, golf. Your love. Where was Tiger? We we talked T- him up last week. Tiger had, the, Tiger had the weekend off. Um, <coughs> Did he not? Didn't make the cut. Missed the cut. Wow. In hindsight, um, hadn't played since the Masters, so it's a fairly big break. You were talking about that before. And I don't know if yeah, we talked about I mean, on the show. But. He's obviously still been working hard, but there's still nothing like that match fitness, yep. so to speak. Um so he hadn't played for six or seven weeks and just looked a little bit rusty. It was interesting. I mean, he played the first two days he played with Brooks Kepka and blew him away. Kepka was 12 or 13 under par after 36 and Tiger was, I think, five over. So, so you're not, talking 16, 17, 18 shot different over the, two rounds. In the exact same conditions. In the same group. Yeah. So, yeah, look, Brooks Kepka, it's, you know, it's his fourth major in the last eight starts, so... He, he's dominating golf now like Tiger did back in his heyday. He's gone uh, wire to wire too. But that wire happened wire. in 36 years or something. Wire to wire. I mean, he, in the end he won by two, but, you know, he led by five, six, so seven was, shots. He was tanking the on the last day just to bring his club. He- club. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if he was tanking. I mean, the, the last day was clearly. But just so he doesn't get penalised on club day when he goes back to playing oh, club look, golf? Protecting or? the handicap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but it. The last day was clearly the hardest. The wind got up. Um, and as he said in his press conference after that, playing with the lead is actually harder than being just off the lead. Chasing. Whether you play protective a little bit or you don't, you probably have a different mindset. Um, so he led by seven starting the last day, got to within one with four holes to go. Dustin Johnson was coming pretty hard at him, but to Kepka's credit, he turned it around in the last three or four holes and... Got it into the clubhouse and racked up another major, so. What do you think about John Daly playing in the cart? I tagged in that on the weekend. Yeah, I did see that. It's, I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. My take on it is the reality is Daly's not going to compete. Not He's not going to be competitive. So there's young guys, up-and-coming guys that miss out on a spot in that tournament. Yeah. That's taken up, and I mean, he's earned his right to be there. He's won the tournament before. He's a two-time major champion, but he's taken a spot of another young guy that potentially could compete or could gain experience or could what was the benefit excuse his for the career. Cut? Well, he's got he's got osteo basically osteo arthritis in his knee, basically. So he can't. I mean, he's, he gets doctor's certificates. He physically can't walk eight in holes of golf. Tiger's response was that he played around with a broken leg. Well, that's that? right. To me. Golf at that level is all about not so much just hitting the golf ball. It's about the fitness and the, you know, you're walking five or six kilometres. 
I, I actually think there should be a little bit more Happy Gilmore about golf. I was watching the NBA last night, and, you've, and they have at the free throw. Here line. we go, Timmy. <laughs> this is where it starts, is it? <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Like, I'm, I'm obviously not a pioneer. Like, I didn't come up with this idea. Like, Hap, uh, Adam Sandler did. But I was watching the NBA, and during the free throws, that everyone behind the backboard is just trying to put them off, like full screaming, waving stuff in the air. And then you get to the golf, and those princesses, it's quiet, please. And everyone's got to well, be silent. What's it, the deal? It, it's interesting you say that because this tournament this weekend was in New York. And New York, of all places, is renowned as being the most rowdy, loud, boisterous crowd anywhere in the world. Yeah. And with in the middle of the back nine on the last day, when Dustin Johnson started to get pretty close to the Kepka, lead. Kepka could hear the crowd roaring him. They could hear and they started a DJ chant and... There was a few times he had to back away and, you know, it was probably not over the top but it was to the point where it actually... You will not was, make that shot. Well, it was starting to get to him. Jackass. Um, <laughs> Timmy liked it. That's Timmy brilliant. liked it. That's I yeah, get so, more... I, play it as it lies, happy. I reckon they should be able to unload. So there's actually there's actually a few times around the world now they where mean? they actually are introducing, you know, party holes and... Pool? Pool, pool deck? Pool deck. Yeah, I like it. Um, Royal Pines on the Gold Coast actually do the party hole. Yeah. So. Did you get an invite to that last year? I didn't get an invite. Mm. We worked on the beach body and everything. Must have missed that one. Yeah, so I think, look, the the players don't have an issue with it. Um, The issue they have is when there is quiet and silence and then out out of the nowhere someone screams in the middle of a backswing. Yeah. If it's continued noise be it a party hole or music or people screaming continually, they, the players don't I just care. block it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So, so it's, you've either got to have one or the other. Fair enough. Noise, noise it is. What about your mate, Kyrgios? You're a big fan of him? <sighs> Not at all. Look, I we spoke about it just before. For me, being an Australian, we're all about, you know, Australians have always been... They've just been an athlete that's had ticker and, you know, been determined but being gracious. He just doesn't fit the Australian mould for me. And I, and I keep hanging on to the fact that... He could make the Australian cricket side. He's got a pretty good throw on him. He threw that chair a good 10 or 15 metres. I I keep hanging on to the fact that Hewitt was a little bit like that as a youngster and he, he matured and grew out of it. But Like we spoke about before the show, though, Hewitt... Hewitt his tantrums come from a place of passion. Curious comes from a place of just, I don't know what. He's not passionate about tennis. No. He doesn't want to be there. That's why he's throwing shit around. So jog on. 100%. He's just he's just a grub. You, you talk about young, taking the spot of some young bloke that could be playing. Well, that's that's a clear case of just someone shouldn't even be involved with the sport. Yeah, and you, you, you hear it every time one of these athletes talks. You know, they don't they don't take their position. They don't take their success for granted. Kyrgios just couldn't give a shit. He takes everything he does for granted. I felt sorry for the little, the little, um, I don't know. Obviously, one of the volunteer kids, one of the ball boys, brought, brought he, oh, boys or girls, I can't remember. Brought, brought his towel to him and has to stand there awkwardly, like after he's carried on like an absolute idiot, has to bring out the towel for him. It's like she should have thrown it at him or shot it at him out of a shirt gun. Yeah, I mean the 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 hardest part to swallow is. He's actually got some talent and he's got some game and he could be he could be a superstar. But Yeah, because people go, Oh, McEnroe, we love McEnroe. We do, but he's pretty handy too. Pretty yeah, handy absolutely. tennis player. Yeah. He got by because he was one of the all time greats and that's right. People are not going to look back on those two careers the same way. And I, I often thought that I often thought McEnroe, some of it was actually he played on a bit. Some of it was a bit of a Maybe an act. Yeah. Whereas I think Kyrgios is just literally just a grub. Anyway, that's my take on it. Well, what else we got? It's one of my favourite weekends of the year for world sport. It's a Monaco weekend. I've been to that race. Do yourself a favour. Save your pennies. Get there. Uh, you're right, Timmy. Technical difficulties back there. <laughs> We'll just we'll call him back in a minute. Um, yeah. 
save your pennies, get to that race. It, it is like nothing else you've ever seen. The the party atmosphere, uh, the glitz, the glamour. I can't wait to stay up Sunday night and watch it. What year did you go over? Four years ago. Four years ago this weekend. And you went to the race on the Sunday? Yep, yep. Uh, went to – we didn't buy a general admission ticket that day, I'll, I'll tell you. General admission gets you up on the goat track on the grassy hill up the side and you're not guaranteed. You would have just sat anywhere anyway. Uh, thankfully, my lovely wife booked us tickets and we were sitting there looking in the grandstand looking at all the super yachts, watching the uh, watch the cars come past. So it was one of the – Good all, experience. Uh, top three sporting experiences of all time for sure. Probably, probably my favourite, to be honest. It was, it was good. Yeah, so that's this weekend. Hey? This weekend, I'm not sure we're going to get the result we want with Ricardo, but uh, he's he's hoping anything can happen there. We uh, should we give Junior a ring? I just wanted to touch on one thing. We've we were hopeless. We've we've were so far off the mark when it comes to Israel Folau. It wasn't funny. He's been sacked. And didn't even fight, didn't even appeal. No, I didn't appeal to the ARU. Yeah. But watch this space. I'm pretty much guaranteed there'll be a court case coming. You reckon he's going to fight? Look, he, well, he, I mean, he was up against it. There was no, he felt there was no future in him appealing to an ARU board that's consisting of three representatives that all have got emotion, everything else that goes into it. Yeah. And a rugby union people, whereas he can take it to court against a neutral in the court system where there's no emotion, it's all neutral, and they can just go off the facts and figures. Anybody else find it funny that uh, he's been sacked for for his views, essentially, and they're the same views of the government that we just voted in on the weekend, essentially, when it boils down to it. Nothing from you. <laughs> Let's not go there. I, did, I don't know. I just I was I was watching on the weekend. Just like, yeah, right. This very very conservative government has just got in, um, and they're sacking Israel for the same views. Those same views that I would say our kids receive in RE at public schools. Those people that go in and teach your kids, they have those same opinions, and certainly the kids that go to private schools in this country would receive that same indoctrination. 100%. I think I mentioned in my the, um, principal of my kid's school put up a post that he quickly pulled down about 15 minutes later uh, urging everyone not to vote Labor because they'd be forced to potentially take in kids that are gay or lesbian or whichever uh, and they, they feel like they, they should have a choice to not take a minute out of school, which I thought was, was pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, that, this is this is the uh, the principal of the school putting up a post. So, you, so get your head around that. So, mm. so my point is not not that I, that I feel like Israel Folau has been hard done by it. I feel like the right decision has been made there, but the ARU are entitled to protect their brand. I just want to know why we hold rugby union players to a higher standard than politicians and potentially teachers in this country. I'm just going to leave you with that thought. It's because they're so influential now. Social media, that's why. Yeah, and as you keep saying it, they've got a right to protect their brand and you're bringing the game into disrepute and everything else that they, the ARU stands by. They don't want that sort of publicity brought, or that negativity, whatever you want to call it, brought into the game. And that's they've, they've obviously sacked him on the grounds of that. Alrighto. From one sad note to another, let's get Junior on the phone and we'll talk about what happened on the weekend. Hopefully he answers. Was he still working? No, he'd be right. Came very close, didn't he? Mate, I was filthy Saturday afternoon. I feel, I've got to apologise to the two blokes that I was out on the beers with. <laughs> the Titans lost and then I saw the Crows had lost. Oh, and old mate had asked me to move seats at this footy stadium. I was in a real filthy <laughs> mood by the time we got to the dog and parrot on Saturday night. <laughs> Junior. Oh, boys. How are you, mate? What happened? Uh, I just caught a bit of the end there about um, your Saturday afternoon and uh, I threw a tantrum. Sounded <laughs> a bit like your Saturday, Junior. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, I was booted out of the house for a little while. But you know, <laughs> I, I actually couldn't believe it. I, um, yeah, I, I sort of flicked it on and off throughout throughout the game, and they were coming home unbelievably well. And I thought that was a really good bet, so I apologise to our listeners. I can um, tell you what, I've never been at a rugby league game and been checking my phone for the <laughs> AFL scores. That was a first for me. <laughs> So for yeah. those that missed it last week, Junior went with Adelaide Crows to beat Brisbane in Brisbane into the Rabbitohs to beat Canberra in Canberra. Yep. Yeah. So – and also I've got to mention the two uh, sporting clubs that got behind us through the week. We had the Rabina Braves Junior Dugout, uh, our baseball uh, club, and the North Burley Nippers both got behind a, an online poll. So I really appreciate that. Uh, the North Burley Nippers have edged them out. So – Am I breathing in tomorrow? Is that me? That's you, Jake. You're in the windy spot, mate. Um, Sorry, boys. You're right. Um, so the North Burley Nippers have edged them out in the, in the online poll. So thank you for the Rabina Braves. We'll try and do something for you later in the year. Do, uh, they, but, know, do they know they've got to wait six months till they get $1,000? So, <laughs> so that's, so that's um, the you're, sort of disappointing news I had to deliver as well. Like, hey, you've won the Facebook poll, but uh, – North Burley, you're up to eight hundred dollars. Ah, you're back to zero. We're back to zero. So uh, uh, I'll change hats. Or oh, can I do that? On goes the North Burley hat. So I've got my North Burley nippers hat on now. Uh, yeah, rest assured, North Burley. You know where I, the, the worst thing is. Some of those people know where I live. <laughs> so, so we're going to have to come up with that thousand bucks, um, but we will obviously do that. Uh, just further shout out for the Rabina Braves, great sport, great little club. Get behind them if you can. If you're not sure what kids, uh, what your kids want to do during summer, uh, go and have a hit of baseball. It's a really inclusive game, uh, and they'd love to see you down there. Uh, so sorry to fully take that, hijack that, but um, yeah, we can get back to the actual. Business now. That's great, and I saw the, some, some really good results on the polls too. Was some, some um, good interactions and good numbers. Yeah, it was. both clubs got behind it, which is great. Yeah, it they've was. all dropped off since the Crows lost, but it was good. <laughs> it was good leading up to that. <laughs> one point, one point. That's right. So I apologise. I'll take full responsibility. No, um, right, mate. That was tough. I was that praying was that maybe we well. had a couple of points start or something that I didn't know about, and we'd got home, but. So did I, actually. I was sort of hoping Dylan, ma- Dylan made another mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually hoping I didn't put the bet on again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was sort of, we, yeah. So we never know, really. That's the brilliant thing until we get in here on a Monday or Tuesday. Dylan leads us all down a different path. So it's, we, we never knew, but, yeah, that's disappointing. The biggest positive, Junior, is they're back on again this week. That's so right. So we can find another winner. That's right. So never stop, Dylan. Have you done Fantastic. the form? So where's the 100? I have. Where's the 100 coming from? The big guy. Oh, I've got it sorted. Have well, you know, well, <laughs> <laughs> got that crickets? Uh, <laughs> the mic's just stopped. <laughs> no, no, the mic's are still working. Um, we'll talk about that off air. I'll tell you one thing, Junior, we did, and I, and I showed Junior and uh, oh, Timmy's Timmy. got the cash floating yeah, around. Timmy's a man. Um, and I, I shared it with Junior on Facebook, but we've had a request for uh, the odd horse racing tip, which Junior's <laughs> quite – uh, I wouldn't say he's good at, but he he uh, he's partial to a horse racing bet. So they, they do keep asking me where 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 does Junior come from? Is is that where he comes from? Where do you come from, Junior? What is your background? What what's should we keep it? A Junior keep it. A Junior is an overrated. He's an overrated cricketer. Um, the old legs been and and now is in the. Strangely enough, boys, did they, they never the spun though? Did they? No, they went straight, like a Neil Kumble, but you know the Australian version. <laughs> um, the yeah, so I was an overrated leg spinner uh, for a period of time. I've had some race horses with um, the great Paul Butterworth in Brisbane, as has Dylan, and uh, I've always been around horses my whole life. Uh, I'm a horrible punter, but um, on the horses, I don't know. You had a pretty good streak. We really should be handing over a thousand dollar check to some lucky sporting club for for Dylan. I, That's true. Yeah, so it should be a story. Up we got close. We need to make sure that never ever gets forgotten. Right. We will get back ever. there, Junior. Ever. So I think what every we podcast. maybe what we need to do is outside the Junior's Jaffa every now and then. We need Junior to um, post on Facebook a little horse racing tip. Yeah. What do? Yep. yep. Yeah. We could. Yeah. Yep. And we'll need a warning on those. Pretty much whoever follows it will back the opposite. 
yeah, yeah, lay that <laughs> and um, back the field because it'll lose. Oh, well, look at that, yeah, right? Gale. That was for Gale. Shout out to Gale. Oh, thanks, Gale. Yeah, I did see that. That was great. No, so, yeah, disappointing. Uh, Rabbitohs were good. Uh, the Crows were okay. Um, so we will You can't win them all, forward. Junior. That's right. That's right. So um, What have we got this week? This week was funny. I looked through both the AFL and RL. I've, I've sort of poked my head around. We've obviously got um, the French Open coming up, which is always nice. You can sort of rattle off a few of those uh, favourites in the first round. You tend to just can rattle up a, a decent number there. But we, 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 we have had a bit of feedback from, from you know the more conservative of our listeners that maybe we should diversify our bets a little bit. Obviously, for week, week one, we're, we're probably going to go hard at something, but maybe... You know, once once the kitty grows, that maybe bank some, bet ah, some pig's ass. Let it ride. <laughs> That's why it's called a bet. <laughs> right. There's nothing like having nine hundred bucks on a dollar sixty favorite. Right. Make it. That'll get you really. You get it. North Burley nippers you. don't want to wait six months to get the thousand dollars. No, they don't. <laughs> so let's get there in three weeks. It'll be good we'll to hand it over three. before the next season starts. Would be nice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure we'll get back on track. I think that uh, you know, if we can build something decent in the first few weeks, um, like we did at the start, and then and look to sort of roll a decent number into some of these, we'll call them morals with the the better teams. I think we should be able to bank a thousand pretty quickly, hopefully, um, because we do have. I think we're two weeks away from Origin, aren't we? Three weeks away, two weeks two away. Two weeks so, away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where the split rounds and there's probably not a lot to choose from. And that's when it does get tough. Gets dicey when the, when all the stars leave the game. That's right. Yeah. So that's um, yeah, that becomes tricky. So there is a bit of method to the madness. I sort of look at you know, uh, I like I like looking at the the quality teams, the top four teams when they come off a say a small win or a loss. Um, and that's where we've sort of gone uh, this week. So I've gone match on Sunday, I believe. Um, between Canterbury and the Storm. And um, I think there's a, a, a kind enough line there, a minus 10, the Storm. Uh, the Storm, unchanged. I think they're, they're spot on. I think Welsh is out, but they've got some really key backups there. It'll come in for him. And I didn't think they played that well. They scraped through um, last week. I think they're probably due to hit the straps again. Similar to that Parramatta game, I think, where we backed them two weeks ago. So um, we'll go. We'll go Melbourne Storm minus ten at a dollar ninety to get the bank rolling again. Boys. Sounds pretty solid. Hashtag yeah. gamble responsibly. Yep. Hashtag Definitely. remember to bet. Hashtag <laughs> juniors <laughs> Jeff the right side. Yeah, I like and, it, Junior. Um, yeah, so I think that should bank some some dollars. There is interesting there. The Storm thirteen plus is at two twenty, so that's been back today. I saw it been backed in a little bit, so. Um, but I thought the safe bet there, the minus ten uh, at a ninety should bag us some dollars. Get us started. Correct. What about while we're on it? Um, obviously, the Brisbane Carnival racing carnivals in the the midst of it at the moment. Got anything uh, for the viewers to keep an eye on? Um, Stradbroke, I think's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's Stradbroke and the JJ Atkins in a couple of weeks. Look, it's probably one that a little bit far out at the moment, but. Um, uh, I think you got the, the Kingsford Smith Cup uh, this week, which was that was that famous race, Black Caviar, came to Brisbane. Um, so, yeah, I think a little bit farther. There's some pretty nice horses there. I think, you know, the Home of the Brave and Trekking. I think I like the Home of the Brave there, which is about $8, I think, I was looking at um, in that one. But maybe next week I'll, I'll have a look through and ask a, a few experts about um, maybe the Stradbroke. A few on that day for everyone. What about like once we get some in the kitty, we bank like most of it goes onto the next bet, but then like twenty bucks goes on on some sort of hot thing on the track. We can do that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I think that's great. And Righto. hopefully, a bit of value as well. So maybe we'll look forward and look forward uh, to a few races in the in the winter carnival. Maybe strategy day for the listeners to to jump on. Beautiful. Righto. Thank you for that, Junior. Hopefully Thanks, we're a bit bit happier next week when we talk to you. Yes. Yes, that'll be great. Have a good week. Thanks, Righto, boys. Junior. Thanks, mate. See, See you, mate. Cheers. There we go. Tough. Storm, Storm minus 10. 
one hundred a dollar ninety. You would think you would think they'll cover those blokes. Should we go thirteen plus? Uh, you go with what Junior says. <laughs> Righto. Righto. Junior's Jaffa, not Red's Jaffa. Yeah, don't get I got nothing in my betting account. I think that just about wraps us up for the week. We got That's any it. Oh, Timmy, where have you been? We didn't talk about where you've been. China. China. Nine days, ten days, eleven days. Are we allowed to talk about that or is it sort of a bit of a top secret? Uh, no, no, it's fine. It, yeah. I've had the clearance, security yeah. clearance. Yeah, good. Plenty of Chinese food over there. A lot of Ch- well, actually, <laughs> They just call it food over there. <laughs> I do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, true story, we're walking through uh, oh, one of the, I can't remember the name of the main square in Shanghai now, but there was a sign that said Chinese restaurant. And I said that to the tour guide. I said, why doesn't it just say restaurant? <laughs> But they do struggle with the they do struggle with humour. The tour guides were really good, but obviously when uh, you have a language breakdown and you try and throw a bit of humour in, it gets completely lost. Hmm. So I did struggle, but it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Triple deal, nine ninety nine. Buy one get one free. Uh, You know, ten days, all expenses paid. Hang on, do they pay for that plug? They didn't, but don't, don't, no, more, no more mentions unless they're paying. Well, no, it's, a, it's like a tip. It's like, you know, get oh, on that's, it. That's nine ninety nine. two people, all expenses paid, airfares, accommodation. Timmy's tours. tip. Timmy's, Timmy's tip, tip for the week. Travel tip. <laughs> Timmy's travel Trip tip. Trip a deal. Get on board. Always pack a set of jeans and find a good deal online. That's mm. Timmy's tip. That's it. Very good. Does that do us for the week? That'll be it. Right, I, no one listens this far into the show. We could talk about anything at this point. That's right. We could. Maybe Anything? we should discuss next week's. This week, we need to get we need to get up? a guest on this show ASAP. That's your department, big guy. I'm looking in your direction. Special guest. We've already got. I've already uh, secured a beer connoisseur. Ooh, oh, okay. So All we right, do folks. have. We're well, not going to mention the beer label, but we do have someone that is confirmed coming in. Actually, we're going to be coming off the back of a beer festival, local festival happening in northern New South Wales. Right. So, so stay we're tuned, about folks. That. We're going to bring in some different beers for you to try. Just. To, Beautiful. Few and he's gonna he's gonna have a bit of a chat about a few different types of beers. Good, right on. Look forward to that. Bit of culture. Sounds good. Cheers, guys. All right, boys. Let's Over wrap and it out. Up. Thanks. See you next week. See you,